It's 2.36 on KDKA, and it is time for something really, really cool. Really, really cool. Is that what it's called? It's called the Cold Scoop. Oh, Come sorry, on, Rick. It it's been a little bit since we've really, done really this, cool. though. You, were, you, you blew me off last week because... Wow. Okay, you were doing the morning show, and I, I didn't. I told you you should not be doing the morning show and the afternoon drive show. Yeah, I so. told I told you everybody. I told Rick. I was like, I'd come in for this segment. No, he you told didn't. me not to. I told I, I told <laughs> you not to. You needed to get your rest. Um, we're talking about something today that is really, really of interest to me personally. When you told me about it, I think it's a really great idea. But I want you to sort of introduce some of the background on this idea. So, 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 give our listeners an idea what we're going to be talking about today in the cool scoop okay well i know that rick loves reading rick has a rick's reading list Mm -hmm. that he always talks about i actually love reading too rick i don't know if you knew that i did not yeah no i had no idea i wish i had more time to do it um but if i get a book in my hand i can finish it within a day um so i came across an article actually last week while i was on the morning show about how gen zers and millennials are really getting into reading now which i thought was surprising because why is this happening because we've talked about all the technology that they use Mm -hmm. so then it's like okay are they reading this on their nooks are they reading this on their kindles what are they reading are they listening to audiobooks right and then i looked further into it I'm taking it a step further. They're not just reading, and they're not just reading physical books. They're actually going to libraries and making it social events. Well, you re- you know, the reason why you should go to a library is because you can do it for a lot less money than if you have to go out and buy those individual books. Oh, trust me. I mean, I you know. would have to be a I, – I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say you'd be a fool. You have to look at it and say, if you go through, say, the Carnegie Library mm-hmm. here in Pittsburgh – which allows you, whether you go to the library in Hampton or whether you go to a library in Mount Lebanon, regardless of which branch mm-hmm. you go to or Oakland, whatever, you can do that all through an app on your phone. You can put holds on books when they come in. You can get them. You have them for 21 days. You get them. You can put them on your Kindle. You can then return them digitally. You never have to go to the library to do it. And I don't know why people would not go about using the library system that's in place i i don't i don't understand that and the other thing is that you know the free library for instance of philadelphia even from here you can apply for a library card so you can add two or three or four different books as you add them to your search criteria you can get them from whichever library you like borrow them they have different periods of time that you borrow them for and then Return them when you're done. Same goes for audiobooks. Many of these libraries have audiobooks in addition to the actual paper version or the digital version. Wow, you just taught me so much because I didn't even know that much about libraries. Oh, well, see, the thing because... is you have to look at it. And you know, Libby, for instance, is one of the apps that's out there okay. that allows you to do all of those things if you have a library card for a public library. Because you're going to be so mad at me. But in my defense, I'm not going to be mad at you. I... I'm just saying I'm a cheapskate. I'm oh, going to use Trust the... me. I'm going to use the libraries because that's what they're for. Well, now I'm going to start using the library, but I've been spoiled. I have been given random $500 Barnes & Noble gift cards. Random? Yeah, yes. Just somebody walks up to you in yes, the street and essentially, hands you, you Yeah, 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 <laughs> essentially. Um, so I have had like a, just a, an egregious amount of money to go towards Barnes & Noble. So I have a ton of actual books, and I love – after I read a book, I can go and give it – give it down to uh, my best friend, right? Or I can give it to my hairdresser sure. or the girl who does my nails. Like, right. So I love being able to share the books that I read with people. So that's why I like buying physical copies. I agree. But 
Sadly enough, last week I ran out of my last Barnes & Noble gift card. So now you have to basically now, dig into Susie's wallet. Yeah, and I just don't think that that's a thing. So I think I'm going to be taking up this. also getting very expensive. They are. Yeah. But I just thought it was really cool because I know you always talk about this, how younger people are transitioning into thinking. And all the all the articles I came across said reading is cool or reading is sexy. That's what they were saying because it's become so popular. And I also think it's cheap. I mean, in, in compared to other things, it mm-hmm. is a way if you don't have a whole lot of discretionary income it is something that you can do that you go maybe you pick up a cup of coffee and you sit in a bookshop and and you read or you sit in a coffee shop for a while and what does it cost you it costs you the cup of coffee and you got the book from the library or even if somebody loaned the book Mm -hmm. to you right when you're done you give them the book back you know you had a you had a really pleasant afternoon sitting there in the sun reading and, and enjoying it and sort of also stepping away from whatever it is that you may be dealing with in your mm-hmm. life at that point, too. It's an escape for a lot of people. And it also has become a social environment for people, mm. which, yes. I mean, I am a part of an Instagram group where these girls meet once a month, and they put together little appetizers, and they talk about their book of the month. I have not joined them yet. I just kind of look at the books to see if I want to read it. Right. Um, but it's become very social for people. So. These libraries that are supposed to be these quiet spaces right. are also now becoming like social spaces. Sure. They have those extra rooms off to the side. I was just at St. Vincent College yesterday. That's where I went to college. Right. And they redid the entire library. And me and my best friend, we both said the same thing. Now, I was a great student, but I was like, I would have spent a lot more time in this library <laughs> if it looked like this. Like, this right. is fun. Right. Um, and I guess, like, people are just going to these little meeting rooms there, or they're meeting at each other's houses, or they'll meet at a coffee shop. Right. And it becomes a social environment, which I think is really, really cool. Right. No, and I think that the other reality is that for many people, they are looking for social interaction that also marries with intellectual stimulation, Mm -hmm. right? That they want to be able to read something and then talk about it or read something. And even if they don't express what it is, they can internalize, okay, what do I think about this particular book, right? Mm -hmm. Because the book may have been a thriller, but part of the thriller is the person at the end gets captured and is sentenced to the death penalty. And so does that cause you to think about social issues in terms of the death penalty within society, Mm -hmm. even though it had nothing to do with the story itself, the author can still use that to get people to think and challenge their their perceived notions as to what they think about issues. Yeah, and I think it provokes other talking topics mm-hmm. rather than just what you see while you're scrolling on social media as well. You're not just the big game or a political issue, right? You can get together with this group of pals or this group of people for an hour and you can talk about a book and completely escape all that other stuff that might in turn bring up some of the issues that you're seeing in real life, like you mentioned, right. the death penalty or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But it takes you away from that world where everybody's talking about the same thing and now you're all reading the same book and you're seeing these different kind of ideas that can come from it. Right. I don't know. I right. think it's really cool. So why have you not joined the group yet? Uh, 
I have not done one. I've never done a book club. I've never been a I, member. Because I think I'm scared, Rick. Why? Of what? I don't know. Do you think I'm friendly enough to join it? I'm just kidding. I don't think that's the issue. <laughs> I really no, don't. I, so I, I, you know, first of all, I'm always busy with work. But also, I like, whenever I'm getting initiated into a new group, I right. get like a little shy, you know, if I don't know everybody. It's understandable. And I think the other thing is that for a lot of people, the challenge is, okay, wait a second. What if I say something that somebody else it's thinks? I didn't see that at all. I don't yeah. think that's what the book's about at all. I mean, you know, you, you have these notions reflecting back to eighth grade literature class mm-hmm. where you think this is what it means. And the teacher says, well, that's not what this means at all. What Oliver Twist is really about is blah, 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 <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, I... I just thought it was about you know this group of kids who was ripping people off and you know stealing their money. I don't know. I mean, it, it just it, it, there's a lot of different things that I think are can be a little bit intimidating about yes. jumping in and joining a group like that. Yeah, no, I think it's hilarious because it's like I can t- talk in front of twenty eight thousand people, but then send me to a book club and I shut down like right. I've never been outside of the house. One of six people, and yeah. all of a <laughs> English is a second language for Susie. Hey, we got much more to talk about this. Reading is becoming hip and cool and trendy and sexy, and why? Why is it that Gen Z's and some of the younger generations are finding the lure of getting back to the written word? We're talking about it on KDK as part of the Cool Scoop. It's 2.45. It's 2.53 on the Cool Scoop. Susie Cool joining me here on KDK on this Wednesday afternoon. So we've been talking about the proliferation of reading among younger generations of Americans. What are they reading? That's my question. What sorts of things are they reading? I am definitely looking at what I'm reading or, you know, I I feel like I fit that age range, right? Okay, Especially because right. I don't use TikTok a lot. Right. But when I do, one of my friends is actually what they call a book talker. Okay. Uh, so if you're not familiar with that term, it's like they are an influencer for books on TikTok. And it is book talk is a corner of TikTok where it is these influencers, and they are telling you the newest trends. They are telling you the new, newest series to read. Um, they are rating books. They're giving books flops. Or sometimes you can even connect with authors themselves. Like, it's it's pretty legit. Um, so what I found on there as of late um, or over, you know, the course of the last year, obviously when it comes to romance and younger females, Colleen Hoover. Have okay. you heard of Colleen Hoover? As an author, yes. Yes. Yep. You know, it ends with us. It starts with us. They're easy reads. Um, it ends with us. It's becoming a movie. Blake Lively is going to be in it. And all of her characters are intertwined somehow, mm-hmm. which I don't know if there's like anybody else that has picked. I'm sure there have been other people that have picked this up, but there's like a mention of one character in one book and they're in another. And it's really cool to be like, oh, so that's Tate from Ugly Love, but she's also, and it ends with us or like whatever it yeah. is. Yeah, carries over. Um, Emily Henry is another popular author. I haven't actually read any of her stuff, but I have all of her books to read because, you know, I went to Barnes & Noble and spent all my gift cards. Gift card. Yeah, yeah you blew um, right. She has The People We Meet on Vacation, Book Lovers, Happy Place. Um, I just haven't gotten into them because they are longer books and sometimes my attention span will get lost if I can't finish something like within a day so i have to be able to like well, how sit long down. are these books if you think that you're going to read them in a day i mean i can get through like a 300 page book within a day okay but like these not if you're like, working no well right. i mean kind of like if i had a sunday to get through most of it and then i went home on like a monday night right yeah i could right. do it okay. i could do it but like 400 pages or 500 pages no i can't do that right that's crazy talk rick um, it just takes longer. There's also a really good romance. Did, did you ever watch P.S. I Love You? No. 
Oh God, it's so no. sad. It's so so sad. There's one. Oh, that's a really good selling point. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a great thing to watch. It's, it's by Kristen <laughs> Higgins. It's called Pack Up the Moon, and it is like I read this book, and the last fifty pages, I was crying so hard, I was like shaking and sobbing. Well, that's. <laughs> I mean, it obviously is good writing if you feel that type of emotional yes. draw to it. Now, if you like mysteries and thrillers, which is what I'm into right now, yep. Frieda McFadden is like all the rage right now she wrote housemaid um a housemaid secret which is mm-hmm. the sequel to housemaid co-worker teacher never lie and more i've read co-worker i'm in the middle of reading teacher right now i'm probably going to finish it tonight i read housemaid they're freaking awesome another person that i've heard a lot about that i started reading one Last of the one, books wrap it up sorry is karen slaughter she writes okay. pretty girls pieces of her which was on netflix the silent wife they're all supposed to be like really good though, and Pretty Girls is supposed to be like super intense. So I'm excited about it. Proliferation of reading among the younger generation and what it is that people are reading. Today's Cool Scoop with Susie Cool. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Rick.